it's the next episode. I'm so excited to talk to you about what we're gonna do today. Ay, ay, ay. Hey guys, my name is Dina Marie Rodriguez and welcome to the next installation and three-part series of Women of Illustration, a brand new web series helping women to be heard, make art, and get paid. Today, I'm so excited to introduce to you our very next artist that you will be able to see and learn from over the next three episodes, and her name is Samantha Lopez. Samantha is a Californian, born and raised, and is currently in Los Angeles. She has such a cute, bubbly personality, which definitely shows through in all of her really cool, whimsical illustrations. She currently works full-time as a designer over at Honey, which is a creative agency that specializes in creating designs for the food and beverage industry. In this first episode with Samantha, we're going to be talking about how do we create our own opportunities as women. It's all about the opportunity, 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 opportunity. How can we be able to be more visible in the art industry. This goes above just getting client work and maybe just putting yourself on social media, but how do we truly start to involve ourselves in the community we so desperately want to be a part of? How do we talk to people? How do we talk about ourselves? Um, how do we get featured on podcasts like mine? And how do we just establish ourselves more in the art industry, not only as an artist, but as an authority. So we're going to get into all different kinds of stuff from both my perspective and Samantha's. We both kind of had a completely different background and way of getting what we want in the art industry. And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, I'm Samantha. I am an illustrator and designer from Los Angeles, California. <laughs> oh, yeah. Living in the L.A. I feel like that's where yeah. all the cool designers hang out. Like they're in that little like penis shaped state in the United States. <laughs> it's like it's either one penis shape or another. It's like Florida or California. Yeah. You got the big yeah. dick and you got the little dick. And, and that's where the cool people hang out. Um, that's so, where we're at. <laughs> how long have you lived in L.A.? Um, I grew up in L.A. Oh, really? Like, never. Born yeah. <laughs> Born and raised in the San Fernando Valley. Um, but yeah, just started working downtown LA. So it's like a whole different experience for sure. Oh, but so it got cooler, right? Because downtown yeah, definitely even cooler. Okay. So much cooler living in a really awesome area in Echo Park. I don't know if you've ever been to Echo Park. I've, I've heard of Echo Park for movies and stuff. the best. <laughs> I love it. I moved here a few months ago and I'm like, it's just such a cool place to live. Um, yeah, I don't think I could ever leave LA. I think that's what it is. I don't think. So with living in LA, like, so what's your, what's your deal? Like, or do you do freelance? Do you have a day job? Okay. So I have a day job now that I just started, um, seven months ago. I worked for Honey, which has been an amazing experience overall. And I kind of do freelance work on the side, but I've kind of like put a pause on that because I was just felt like extremely overworked. And I'm just like trying to find that balance of, you know, like work life and then coming home and like making stuff for myself rather than mm. doing freelance work because I just felt so burnt out by the end of the year. So my whole goal for like this up and coming year is to just do more work for myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the work I do for my day job is like a lot of fun too. So I can't, it's not like terrible where I'm like, oh, I just can't do it anymore. But yeah, but um, still like being creative all day at a day job and then trying to be creative yeah. at home, like that's really difficult. And I think, yeah, 
especially the, I mean, from my experience, because I was a designer, got got turned into an illustrator to the dark mm-hmm. side, um, <laughs> and that's how a lot of other people are. Either whether or not they're mm-hmm. designers and they're just dabbling in drawing mm-hmm. or lettering or whatever, yeah. or they're just like, hey, I actually do want to make this switch because I feel like I want to be more creative versus graphic design, which is more of like you're piecing existing elements together versus creating yeah. your own artwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always think that transition's kind of interesting. So with that being said, like the whole like overarching episodes, because we're going to do three episodes with Samantha here, all about um, just creating opportunities for yourself and just how to be an independent woman in mm-hmm. illustration. Because I think a lot of people are like, it's always the same questions, right? When you talk about freelance or a day job, like, how did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, are you made well, out of magic? Like, what yeah. happened? Like, did someone, like, do people find you? Do you have to find them? Mm-hmm. Is it all about networking? And I think mm-hmm. everyone has different options. So if you could mm-hmm. give a nugget of advice, what do you think is most important with trying to find an opportunity for yourself? Do you think it's all about creating work and attracting people? Or mm-hmm. do you think you actually do have to reach out? Um, I really, I personally think it's about creating the work and people are going to find you. Cause I feel like most of the illustrators that I have found and like adore and kind of inspired my route to illustration, I found just like naturally like on Instagram or Pinterest and I was just immediately attracted to their work. And I just wanted to see um, their process, like what they were posting every other day. Like I just looked forward to seeing that rather than, um, I don't know, it just like it never seemed like forced that they were like trying to get my attention. They were just putting work out there and I just really appreciate it. And I just could see their like followers like growing and growing. Mm-hmm. And once I saw that kind of process, I was like, okay, that's what I need to do for my own work. Yeah. It's yeah. so interesting because like for the most part, when you want to do freelance, I would probably mm-hmm. like in my personal opinion, I think it's all about attracting the right clients. Like mm-hmm. you mentioned, you really want to do more things for yourself. I think that's mm-hmm. the best way to actually get noticed because when you're being true to yourself, you're actually paying attention to what your voice is and what you mm-hmm. actually have to say as an artist. And yeah. I feel like when you come from a design background, it's so hard to, th- to separate what you think everyone else wants you to do versus what you mm-hmm. actually want to do. Yeah. And it's that, like, your perception and how you perceive the world is what people are going to be attracted to. Because if you could do that for yourself, they want you to do that for their business so you can mm-hmm. make them money so that they don't seem like fake assholes. Right? Yeah, no, that's so true. Um, but a day job, however, that's the opposite. Like, yes, yeah. can someone find you and magically offer you a job position mm-hmm. or a headhunter? Yeah. But for the most yeah. part, you've got to apply for that shit. <laughs> yeah. What has been your favorite job that you've had so far that was a day job and your least favorite job as a day job? Least favorite job? Okay, so this, my current day job is like my first day job out of school. So, oh, I see. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so. You're like, this is re- both. <laughs> yeah, this is everything. <laughs> this is everything. Um, so, yeah, I really don't have much to compare it to. So, uh, but right after I graduated from school, I did freelance work for about half a year. Mm-hmm. And then I was actually found by this company to start working there. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, lucky. Bitch. Yeah, I know that's why I'm like, <laughs> you're like, oh, what is it like to work for things? Um, that's fucking hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been so long since I've had a day job. Um, I don't even like. How did I do that? I don't you're even just remember. like what? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So for those of you who are like, fuck you, Samantha. <laughs> Um, I hate you so much. Okay. So what happened with me? Like, I don't know. I think all my day jobs, me personally have sucked. Sorry Mm -hmm. if you owned me at one point. 
uh, like people who have maybe employed me. Thank you so much for the money. Um, I hated you. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, mostly because I think I have like a really bad issue with authority. Um, mm-hmm. And I've always wanted to like do my own thing. And especially like when you spend your life going to school, you're in debt for like, you know, 100 G's or whatever. <laughs> no big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, no big deal. It's okay. And you, you've, uh, you know, accrued all this information. And then you go to a day job and they don't let you utilize that information. There's nothing more disheartening than that. And I definitely, I definitely see the difference between like being cocky or confident, but Mm -hmm. in certain situations when you're not even allowed to be heard at a workplace, that's where I think it's really destructive. Mm -hmm. And with, 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 uh, I think there's an exception to like maybe one or two jobs Mm -hmm. for the most part, I had a really hard time being like taken seriously in a lot of my jobs and I never really figured out why that was like, Mm -hmm. what was because I was like green out of school didn't have to do the fact that I have a vagina. I don't know. <laughs> Just gonna put it out there. <laughs> All my bosses were dudes. Mm-hmm. Why was that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I think it's like you really just have to present your best self, really. Mm-hmm. But you want to be true to yourself. Like, I think resumes are kind of bullshit for the most yeah. part, especially I when agree. you like list your special skills. Like it's <laughs> such an embarrassing thing to do. Like it's I'm so good bad. with people and I know Microsoft Word. <laughs> it's just, I don't know how this is helpful. <laughs> but I'm gonna put it out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you like try to like list your past experiences and make them seem cooler than they were. Yes. Like, like you didn't just hate every other fucking place yeah. you've ever worked. And you're just like, please, I want to work for you, but I'll probably stop caring in three weeks once I get used to you. It's like a whole thing. I'm never going to yeah. get hired ever again. You're just I, like, okay. <laughs> I just don't. I, I like, uh, like nowadays, especially living in Portland, Oregon, there's like, yeah. there's places that have taken more time to think about their company culture, mm-hmm. to, you know, be more respectful to employees, to hear yeah. everybody out. Like I love places like, um, the first thing that comes to my head is like things like Buffer. Um, it's this really great application that you can use to like schedule all your social media posts. Mm. And I just really like that company because first of all, they treat their employees amazing. Everyone works from home. They give everyone paid time off. There's a company retreat once Mm -hmm. a year and all these really Mm -hmm. beautiful places. They give you a stipend for like a Kindle book and they want you to read as much as possible. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone can go to a board meeting and talk about even if it's a secretary, if there's even secretaries anymore, or if they're just like a customer support person versus like a developer, they could probably share ideas freely and not feel like, oh, but I don't know anything about this. You know what I mean? Which I really, I like how the the culture is growing to a point where like, we're starting to notice that everyone can be creative. Mm -hmm. And it's not just the ones that know how to code or draw that are within that little creative bubble, which is really exciting. Um, so I think as like a tip of advice, if you're trying to find a day job, I mean, Mm -hmm. we're talking about how you were able to get a day job for yourself, but, Mm -hmm. um, for people who have to look for it, I think it's all about just trying to think, just don't settle for what you think people's expectations are like, Oh, everyone Mm -hmm. else is just giving them a resume. So I'll do that. Or everyone else is just doing like a, you know, one paragraph cover letter and then they're going to send them a PDF. Like you have to really think outside the box. You either have to cater your work to that exact thing like Mm -hmm. you know especially in school i'm sure like you have to be a jack of all trades because Mm -hmm. you're figuring out what you want to specialize in so giving a like you're a branding Mm -hmm. person i'm trying to think of the better name you're a branding person (laughs) you're the branding lady cha-cha you're at honey um (laughs) and if you're applying for a branding position you should probably only present branding projects like no one's Mm -hmm. gonna want to see your like t-shirt designs (laughs) or that one really weird banner graphic you did for that website like 
yeah. it's just not, they, they want it to be relatable. So I think exactly. if you cater to what that person's actually looking for, you're going to do a lot better. And mm -hmm. I think people just, when they typically look for projects, they're just like, oh, indeed, I'm going to mass submit all of my yeah. resume. And then, oh, no one fucking replied back. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what That's I mean? So what do you think was the key element to Honey finding you? Um, I think, okay, so they found me on Dribbble, which Dribbble, I love Dribbble yeah, a Dribble's, lot. Yeah, Dribbble's uh, cool. I like it too. <laughs> I, I really love Dribbble, but I was like really obsessed with Dribbble. Like right after I got out of school, as soon as I got that invite, I was like on it. Um, and just like posting just a variety of different stuff on there that I didn't have like on my portfolio side. It was more like work, works in progress, um, just random projects I just made really quick I was like oh okay I'm just gonna upload this just for fun mm. um, and I think they saw just the ability of like my skills and just the different stuff I can make rather than me just like putting like my best pieces like on showcase in my portfolio site like they could see like oh she also does this other stuff and like she could bring that value to the company I mean I'm just I'm speaking for the people that hired me I mean I think you, you, so, can, like... you can kind of guess right? yeah I mean, exactly. did, did they tell you in the interview, like, oh, we found you from Dribble? At least you know that yeah, much? Yeah, they okay. found me on Dribble. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was like, okay, that's cool. Because it's not, I mean, they're just a representation of, like, me and, like, my interests. So I think they got a good idea of, like, who I was as a person when I was going in there. Mm -hmm. um, instead of just seeing, like, a portfolio site and a resume. You know, yeah, I think they important. got a yeah, feel that's for That's something I didn't necessarily think about. Like, it's, mm -hmm. like, when you have to work with someone day to day, like, yeah, if they can do their job, that'll make you mm -hmm. doing your job easier. But if they're also, mm -hmm. like, kind of cool to hang out with, exactly. that's an extra plus. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I've definitely had, like, a work nemesis before. Mm -hmm. Someone I have, like, I don't have. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's your first job. You'll get one eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, where it's just, like, there's just, like, you and this other person, you just bump heads yeah for i don't know reasons i think it's more just mm -hmm. like you have a work wife and then you have a work nemesis i think it's similar like you don't actually <laughs> hate this nemesis. person but like maybe you're like competing to get a you know a raise or a promotion yeah. or mm -hmm. maybe you just i don't know something else um mm -hmm. so with that being said like you have to really you know as a boss who's like doing the interviewing process you have mm -hmm. to kind of foresee that because you obviously don't want that to happen within your team because yeah. it's not going to make for a very productive team exactly um, so yeah i think uh the best advice, like another like little tidbit, is just try really try to show off your personality within your work, no matter what it is, right? Like exactly. lettering, illustration, graph design. I don't know. You, you make things out of beads, whatever your fucking yeah. shit is. Um, just try to stop looking at what everyone else is doing and what you think mm -hmm. other people are going to like. And just mm -hmm. do something for yourself because exactly. although we're very unique butterflies and snowflakes, uh, other people are probably going to like the things that you like too and relate yeah. to that and like you because of mm -hmm. it, right? Exactly. <laughs> Jobs aside, have you ever like mm -hmm. gone on a limb to like get an opportunity for yourself? Like um, yes. to get featured yeah. on a blog post? I mean, you obviously applied. Um, did you apply? Yeah, you applied for uh, to be on this show, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did. <laughs> did you, was that the first time you ever applied to be on anything before? Or have you done that yeah, before? Yeah, it really has been. That was like my first time doing it. And I'm mm -hmm. so happy I did. Yeah, I think. I just, as soon as I saw it, like what you were doing, I was like, okay, this is like just a really good chance for me to like put myself out there in like a totally different way. Um, and yeah, it's been awesome. Cool. See, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's so funny because I mean, how many times do we see things like that 
on mm-hmm. like Twitter or Instagram or Dribble where someone's like, hey, I'm looking for people to interview for my podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, mm-hmm. speakers, now we're now looking for speakers at this conference mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And you see it and you're like, oh, I'll apply for that. You might like add it to your to-do list, but you like never yeah. do it. Yeah, or you just, like, I don't know, I feel like I kind of, like, doubt, like, oh, they're not going to be interested in talking to me, or, like, I'm not, like, important enough to be talked to, you know? (laughs) I mean, I think it's so important, especially for women, to go Mm -hmm. ahead and create those opportunities for themselves, because a lot of these other, because I, you know, I did this, I went through this phase of, like, calling out Mm -hmm. podcasts for not having enough women on them. (laughs) Um, and they didn't like that. It was weird. They were like immediately, like, instead of like coming back with like a nice answer, cause I would just be like, Hey, yeah. I, you know, I, I looked at your podcast and I saw that only like 10% of your guests are women. Why is that? Right. Not mm-hmm. attacking you. Not nothing. Yeah. Just, just pointing at, just, Oh, just I don't appreciate that. You're trolling me right now. I'm like, Oh fuck. You did not take. Okay. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're going to have a dialogue because yeah. there's something wrong here. The fact that you think that I'm attacking you. Exactly. If you're Um, getting like offended. Yeah. And um, from when I did this, when I went through this phase that wasn't that long ago, the number one thing they said was, well, no women contact us. So we have nowhere to, which I I don't think they're lying about it. I think. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, you know, the whole feminist thing, it's not so much about like men putting us Mm -hmm. down. It's that we're afraid to rise up a little bit. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So. And, and it's sad because who are the women that you see on podcasts? It's like the same five fucking badass yeah. ladies. Yeah. Like I've heard Jessica Hitch's story like so many times. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like love you, Jessica. But like yeah. I would love to hear different points of view. Exactly. And it sucks because all these other women's voices are being buried because they're not mm-hmm. rising up. Um, so I definitely think that, hey, if there's a podcast you want to be on, if there's a conference you want to speak at, even if you feel like you're not good enough to do any of those things. Yeah try anyways because the worst thing that anyone can say to you is no exactly right and if they say no mm-hmm. like you know it's cool maybe next year you ask and they say yes because i actually remember yeah. you that you tried last year mm-hmm. it's like there's there's nothing like and it's via email it's not like you're wasting your time exactly or, you <laughs> or to like, a coffee yeah, shop you gotta exactly. drive to that person to get rejected <laughs> it's just you know what i mean it's pretty easy yeah, yeah. Just, just like putting yourself out there and you'd like you never know what's gonna come come from it you know so totally it's always worth it I feel like you know there's Mm -hmm. nothing bad that's gonna happen exactly and I think that like I like saying like the worst thing anyone can say is no is definitely like one of my mantras I say I take Mm -hmm. it like when I go out in public and I talk to people and Mm -hmm. like a lot of my friends aren't as as outgoing as I and they're Mm -hmm. like what are you doing I'm like literally the worst thing they can be is like fuck you and die away from me and I'll be like (laughs) oh okay cool Cool. don't have to waste my time talking to you asshole sweet next person Um, or like you know if you want if you're selling products and you want to be featured in you know a couple storefronts you can ask Mm -hmm. maybe they don't have any availability you can get put on a list and maybe they would but you don't know unless you try and it's just so infuriating when there's so many fucking cool ass talented people out there but we don't know about them exactly that's the whole reason I started this fucking web series yes I'm so glad you did I've like seriously found so many awesome illustrators just from you post like reposting their work and stuff so I'm like so thankful for that too because it's really cool to just see all these new or like not new they're out there you know it's just you're like giving them exposure which is amazing totally um thank you I appreciate that um and and that being said so there is a women of illustration Instagram guys please use the women of illustration hashtag because not that many people use it because we're, you know, obviously new. So mm-hmm. if you just tag me or something, <laughs> I'll know who you are. And then I can find your work and I can post it. 
Because there mm-hmm. are days where I'm like, I'm really having to search hashtags to like <laughs> find work because I'm not getting enough work being sent to me. And yeah. That sucks. Like make my job easier. And that's literally the mindset of any other person who creates content. Mm-hmm. Anyone who does an interview based web show or fucking podcast or, you know, all these blogs like need people to talk about. Like content is, I think, such an important key in, in, in being a self-fulfilling artist, right? Like you have to be, it's mm-hmm. it's the best way to market yourself. So if other people don't know yeah. about you, it's kind of hard for them to find you. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk, let's switch gears. Let's talk about yeah. freelance. So what kind of freelance opportunities have you gotten? Um. So let's see, so I do, ah, I'm sorry. I'm like all over the place, Um. Oh. but <laughs> water in mouth was like you're fine that was me going like it's cool (laughs) um okay so when I first got out of school my professor actually put me in contact with chutzpah design yeah chutzpah shout out to chutzpah Amy and Jen are the best um so I was a junior designer for them and I was working remotely because they're based out of Newport Beach Mm. and I was doing work for them as a junior designer. So taking on work that from projects they had, like we're getting it as freelance work, yeah. you know? And then it came to a point where they were like getting a lot of requests for work and they just like couldn't take it. Um, and our styles kind of were very similar. So they just began sending like those clients over to me. And so that's how I kind of acquired my freelance like clients. Oh, okay. and. Yeah, which was amazing because we already have a similar style. So they kind of had an idea of like what to expect out of my work, which mm-hmm. was great. Um, but yeah, I did a lot of branding. I did a few logos. Um, I got a lot of merchandise projects out of that, which I think is probably my favorite freelance yeah. project to do is like t-shirt designs, um, banners, um, stickers. Um but yeah, my like most badass freelance project was doing merchandise design for the band Joseph. Mm-hmm. They're from Portland, Oregon. Um, yeah, that was like the coolest project I ever did. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's awesome. why I'm like, yeah, those are like my favorite projects to do because it's just, I don't know. I just love seeing like the physical product being made and like worn everywhere. It's mm-hmm. awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. How did that opportunity present itself? Like, did they, re- did they find you on Dribbble or something? And they're like, hey, we need help or... Um, I think they contacted Hootspah first and Hootspah couldn't take them and they um, gave them like a list of artists that were kind of similar to their oh, style and I think I was on there and then they contacted me yeah. from that list. Well, yeah. how did you get hooked up with Hootspah in the first place though? Okay, so my professor at the school I went to, Cal State Northridge, shout out, go <laughs> Matadors, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had no school spirit, so I'm kind of like, <laughs> whatever. Um he is a freelance, he has his own business and he was just like the coolest professor I could have ever asked for. He just gave us so many opportunities um, to connect with really talented people. He would like take us to Agenda trade show in like Long Beach and would just get awesome speakers to come like via Skype and like just talk to our class. Um, something that like a lot of professors at our school just like weren't doing. Yeah. And he, I don't know how he got connected with Hootspah, but he wanted them to come talk to our class and they just like couldn't make it down there. And so I think we went to one of their connecting things events Mm -hmm. in Orange County and he was like, Sam, this is your opportunity to like talk to them. And so I was like, okay, like, (laughs) I was like, this is, I was so nervous. And I had made these like little 
um, booklets with my art. I like made little like nice. zines, a Wait, little like zine. Yeah, exactly. I made like a little zine with like some of my artwork that I had been making. Not even like my graphic design stuff. It was my illustration stuff that like I just did for fun. Mm-hmm. And I like gave one to like Jen and Amy, like not even thinking anything. I was like so nervous. I was like, oh, like here guys, like this is for you. And they contacted me like as soon as I graduated, they contacted me like I was in New York and um, celebrating like my graduation. And I got an email from them and I was like, are you serious? Like I was like freaking out. It was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Oh, man. See, a lot of ticks in your corner. Okay. So, guys, did you hear her say those things? Okay. So, A, you connected with your professor and used some networking skills, right? Mm -hmm. Because people, Mm -hmm. like, in the creative community especially, we want to help each other. Like, I don't think, depending on what kind of school you go to, especially Mm -hmm. if you grow up in graph design, it does get kind of crazy competitive. I know it especially was for me at Full Sail because it's such a fucking Mm -hmm. amazing hardcore school. Um, we were all like, no, fuck you. No, fuck you. Um, <laughs> like, I'm better at Photoshop. No, fuck you. I have no illustrates vector. That shit's lost, like lossless. And just, yeah, like we got into like little, like illustration yeah. battles <laughs> in <laughs> college. Okay. Um, but okay. So you got connected with your professor. You actually yeah. took the time to make a leave behind of some kind, mm-hmm. showing off the exact kind of work that Hutzpah probably was looking for, which is mm-hmm. going to already put you above other people that they're talking to. Yeah. And then you actually approach them, talk to them, right? One on one. That's helpful. It's easier to remember yeah. a face when you're actually looking at said face, right? Yes. Versus like just click the clock on a keyboard. You're yeah. a stranger. Who the fuck are you asking me for a favor? Um, <laughs> and all those kind of uh, domino effect just kind of uh-huh. lined up. And then they're just like, cool, we like her. Flick. Yeah. We choose. Dominoes go in. Lots of money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yay. <laughs> Before we yes. completely peace out, is there anything mm-hmm. about yourself that you'd like to plug, people to follow you on a certain thing? Um, well, you could follow me on Instagram. My username is SamXLopez. That's my username for, like, everything. Um, also on Twitter. I just post memes on Twitter all day if you're interested like in memes. that. Well, Instagram <laughs> really good. is funny. <laughs> yes. I like it. That's all Twitter is for, is for memes. Um um, and also on Dribble, I feel like I've been posting a lot more of the stuff I'm doing for Honey, which is really exciting, and I'm um, really happy to show that. So cool. Yeah. All right. So before we completely leave all these people, because they're like, wait, I feel like I didn't get enough information, Nina. <laughs> Dude, we could literally talk about this forever, and you'd still yeah. be left to learn. So what do you think <laughs> is the main thing that people should take away from this episode on how to create opportunities for themselves? Hmm. Oh my gosh, sorry. <laughs> the pressure. Yeah. The pressure. Um, I think just putting yourself out there, I think, is the most important thing. Um, don't be afraid to make those connections or be intimidated by people that you think are better than you, are too good for you, because they're usually not. They're just regular people that are just rad at what they're doing, and they're more than happy to share their what they know and give back to people because they've been in that position where they don't feel like they're good enough. Um, so you shouldn't be intimidated by anyone for any reason. <laughs> All right. So people, I hi- this is this is what I'm going to give as a homework assignment to the world. Okay. So if there are podcasts you want to be a part of, if you want to get featured on blogs, if there are certain freelance clients you'd like to work for, whether that's an agency or a brick and mortar or a larger corporation, make a list. Mm-hmm. Check it twice. 
Sorry, Christmas was not that long ago. Um, that was good. <laughs> right? And, like, put it out there and then start to reach out to these people. Now, it might seem a little weird depending on how you feel about cold emailing or cold calling, but mm-hmm. I think a little light stalking can go a long way. Like, if there's mm-hmm. a, certain, like, a certain art director you want to work for, go on their LinkedIn profile. Start to comment mm-hmm. and interact with them online. Yeah, in, in a cool way, not in, like, I want to eat your soul. Like, <laughs> <Hello>. don't. <laughs> Like, don't be like, oh, you you smell better when you're awake. Like, don't be creepy. Just be like, oh, hey, I like this piece that you posted. Or if they ask a question, answer it. So, and do that for like a week or two. And then by the time you actually reach out to them, they recognize you. They know who you are. And they're not just going to be like, oh, great. Another person asked me for a favor that doesn't even fucking know me. Put the work in, bitch. (laughs) Um, And actually make some effort. And then, you know, provide work that they actually are interested in, whether that's a zine or it's a PDF version of your portfolio. Or if you want to write a blog article about how X, Y, and Z makes you the perfect candidate to work for this company. Like that shows Mm -hmm. initiative and people appreciate it. And Mm -hmm. all you really have to do is try and see what happens. And again, the worst thing anyone can ever say to you is no. Or fuck mm-hmm. you and then no. But either way, it's a no. <laughs> but it's okay. It's fine. And you just move on to the next person on your list. And, yeah. But at least you tried and no regrets, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool, guys. All right. Let's do an awkward wave. Bye. 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 <laughs> yes, we did it. First episode with Samantha Lopez is complete. Okay, now next week we're going to be coming back with Samantha and this time we're going to be talking about how to create your own community. If you guys have been enjoying these episodes, please consider joining our community over at patreon.com slash women of illustration. That way you guys can get first dibs on any new episodes that come out and exclusive access to live Q&As with the guests. This gives you the opportunity to be able to watch and hang out with both me and the guests and ask as many questions as you want. Also, really big news, we just released our first piece of swag for Women of Illustration. We have these amazing buttons. We got Nasty Artist. We got the Women of Illustration logo. And we have our very awesome tagline. It also looks really cool on hats. Guys, please be sure to visit womenofillustration.com to add these really cool pins to your collection at home. It's time to say bye, 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 bye.